The Tavern. Season 3, Episode 5. Picking Up the Pieces. Welcome to The Tavern. I'm your MC, Wilkie Dickinson Sparks. And joining me today, playing Morgan, the infiltrator, Izzy Sell. Hey! Playing Nix, the tech, Erin Hutton. Hello! And last but not least, playing Knight, the hacker, Hamish Ingalls. <coughs> That's new. We like to see that. We're innovating. We are, um, you know, Knight's becoming self aware. <laughs> he, they they weren't self-aware beforehand. Oh, I don't know. Maybe they were. Maybe they weren't. They they discovered a bird friend. Aww. They did discover a bird I'm friend. I'm gonna add that as a connection on my couch. <laughs> I suppose I can't physically bird stop friend. you. <laughs> if if you really want to call on your bird friend during your next leg work, uh, then sure, go ahead. Attach a camera to the bird. Bird friend. Bird. No, bird friend. Oh, sorry. Bird. This is a good plan. Bird, bird yeah. Friend. Bird friend. If well, you survive to our next level. <laughs> if you survive to your next mission, our that's very true. Uh, that segues wonderfully, if hey. I wasn't being so slow about it, uh, to the recap. Last episode. God, it was rough, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was a lot. I blame uh, blame Hamish because because he's easiest to blame. That's very fair. <laughs> I um, mean, to be fair, I messed up too. I think I messed up the most. But I don't right? want to blame you. <laughs> That's understandable. Um, yeah, everything went quite poorly. You guys tried to extract Xander Amari from uh, the uh, the Arcology, the Militech Arcology in North 14, uh, and everything just went very badly. Uh, you guys were pursued by security patrols. Uh, there was the, this whole body double thing. You saw someone who looked like Xander Amari driving away in a car. You tried to pursue that Almost person. Almost certainly the real Xander Amari. You tried to pursue oh. that person, uh, but were stopped by a team of security agents who almost straight up killed Knight. Uh, but Knight was saved by Nyx. Uh, and the, the three of you managed to retreat to relative safety. Though uh, stuff's kind of rough. Sort of, yeah. Um... And yeah, we're going to start off. I've once again written a nice little little preamble that's going to take us into the beginning of this episode. Above a backstreet Vendermat cafe, a pair of small quadcopter drones hover, their undersides lined with menacing, blinking red payloads. Beneath them, a small group of figures wearing black and gold body armor and carrying bullpup SMGs hustle down a side street and position themselves outside a small back door. They wait for their signal. The camera passes through the door and into a cramped back room where a figure in a smart suit sits, waiting. Morgan and Nix, you arrive at the cafe just in time. If you remember, you said you'd meet Mr. Who in one hour from that little, uh, your little extraction mission. Uh... Yeah, you're 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 there. If you'd like to do something on your way there, let me know. But we can just start in that moment. Yeah. Uh. Oh, sorry. I thought we um were meeting in the our little house where we first met him. 
Uh, yes, it's the, it, the, the place you first oh, met him was the back room of a cafe. Oh, the back room. Okay, cool. Not just like sipping coffee. Okay. No, it, it's like um, there's, there's the, the, the place out front where it's like chairs and tables, and then behind the, uh, like behind where the, the, I guess there is no sort of counter because it's all machines, but there's like a, a back room where members of staff can like sit or uh, sort of a back room that is deliberately lent, like rented out to criminals for criminal meetings. Sweet, okay. So yeah, you're there. You're at your meeting. Uh, so... But you're outside the building. Morgan's gonna try something quite risky. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Please um, do give me more of an excuse to kill you. Yeah, yeah, So, on the way, so we're not... We're still walking towards the back room of the cafe. Sure, yeah, you you, you guys have had about an hour of travel. Yeah. Are we just dragging Amari, or are we carrying him? I'm still in the little, um... Oh, wheelie still in the chair, isn't he? We must have lost the chair. Oh, yeah, no, you've absolutely Surely. lost the wheelie chair. You lost okay. the wheelie chair the moment you jumped off the balcony. I guess... You can, like... This is a city where this sort of thing happens all the time. Uh, it, it would cost you not a cred's worth of money to just get an Uber, and no questions would be asked. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, I'll carry him. Like, this, this Uber driver is just as guilty of crimes as you guys both are, so yeah. they're not going to sort of uh, resist. Well, I don't want to be dropped off straight outside the location. What I sure, want to yeah. do first is just, like, um, I guess maybe drop us off, uh, get dropped off about 10 minutes away. Okay, and, easy um, enough to do. And Morgan just goes to next, like, hey, have we got, um, did we use up all of our chlorine patches? I think we've got one left. Do, do you want it? Yeah, sure, I'll take it. You, you might want to get it out of my pocket because I'm carrying Amari. <laughs> and Morgan takes it out of Nick's pocket and uses it on Nick's. <laughs> to um, put Nick, uh, to make Nick's unconscious. Um, okay. Morgan. Um. I don't know what to do. Uh, I will trust Izzy, but can I not be unconscious for very long? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Like, like this. Like, I think an hour is pushing it. Okay. Yeah, like, like, I only touched like, you a little bit. Nix, I, I think, Nix, you are surprised that this, that Amari has stayed unconscious for a full hour at this I point. I mean, he did crack his head on a yeah. floor after jumping. That did also happen, yeah. yes. And also we applied that one properly, whereas I feel like Morgan would just quickly just sort of touch it to your skin. Okay. Um, Is it almost pretending like, oh, I've slipped? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, okay, so... How zany. Morgan does that then, just quickly um, props... Uh, we're in an alleyway, I guess, so just, like, props Nick's up on, um, underneath a doorway. Um, and then he picks up his uh, phone, I guess, and calls his handler, Dominique. Wonderful. Uh, she picks up very quickly, and she says, Tristan, what the hell... Is going on. I I heard about I heard about what happened at the Militech facility. Like that came back to me somehow. Look, I recognised that it was you. What happened, Dominique? I've we have the most influential fixer, and we have him arriving in ten minutes. This is a um. He doesn't even. He's so anonymous. So he doesn't even have 
Um, well, we only know him by as Mr. Who, and anyone only knows him as Mr. Who. Tristan, all this fixers a, use pseudonyms. This is the only opportunity we have to arrest him. He, I would just put him on my list like I have with all of the other criminals, but I can't because otherwise we won't be able to ever meet, um, ever meet him. He's fixed up and um, a, uh, a kidnapping for Militech. And so Militech's obviously a company quite similar to ours. I don't see why he wouldn't fix up a kidnapping of someone in Soteria, even yourself. Come over here to the cafe now. Bring as many, um, bring as many armed people as possible, and we'll get him. Tristan, I look. I, I appreciate that you're trying to do your job thoroughly, but I I can't just send a strike team to to every every corporate fix that we get a hit on. I mean, you're you're going to have to really persuade me that this guy's got some heft behind him because a low-level kidnapping doesn't sound like, you know, like that much of a deal. It's not a low-level kidnapping, it's a, a kidnapping of Amari. He's working on a top-secret project in, uh, Militech, isn't it? Uh, what is he working on, guys? He's working drones on and drones and stuff. We don't actually stuff. know. It yeah, really, you, 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 don't know, you don't know what Amari is working on. Yeah, cyberware and drones and stuff. He's really uh, He's a really influential member, and if they want te if they want that tech. I don't see why they wouldn't want our equivalent tech in the Soteria. It's not important enough to have a body double. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's what I say in, night, in Knight's narrator's voice. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, yeah, I know. I can see you, Hamish. It's just, I... <laughs> I sure, fast talk. Roll fast talk. Sure. Uh, which is plus your style. Uh, sweet. Um, that is an eight. An eight, a mixed success. Um. Oh, no, that is a nine, which is the same, isn't it? Still a mixed success. Dominique says, okay, Tristan, fine. You can call in this one favor. I, I hope you understand that Calling in a strike team on every fixer you contact is going to risk your cover. So I won't be so generous next time. Thank you, Dominique. And the line goes dead. Uh, for your reference, guys, I have advanced a corporate clock. I will not tell you which one. Cool. But as a result of your success, a corporate clock has been advanced. Yeah. Yeah, we keep calling in the cops and our people we work with, people are going to get suspicious. What? Uh. I, I, I don't know if I've misrepresented the stakes here. This is a very commonplace event. Like, y the things you were saying, Izzy, were misrepresenting what's happened to Dominique. You, you essentially were lying to her. Because Zandra Amari is not at all influential. He's a, a low-level executive. Uh, I, and if, if I didn't make that clear, then, then I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I, I don't want to be saying no to your ideas, but I also don't want to be contradicting the fiction that we've already established. So yeah, it just came Dominique's going to um, do it. Uh, from the uh, start about how the, um, Tristan's been sent on this mission because the is really worried about the low-level 
of crime becoming a lot, like all of these little crimes that happen and are common and are usually okay, are now becoming a threat to Soteria because they're building up so much. And that's why Tristan's on this mission and is concerned with the lower level um, criminals. Okay, so Dominique's gonna, gonna do you this solid this one time, but like I will tell you, if, if you, if, if there is a pattern of fixers that you guys interact with immediately being taken out by Soteria teams, you're, you're gonna get rumbled. Like mm -hmm. the people who exist in this world are smart. They can put together, you know, dots. Sweet, okay. So, uh, yeah, after that call, what do you do? After that call, uh, so Nix is gonna be out for the next, like, Nix is gonna wake up at like five minutes past the hour, yeah. as it were. Nix definitely needs to, I felt bad knocking Nix out, but definitely needs to miss the sting, otherwise the terror would just arrest you as well. And that's why I did it. Thank you, I guess. I'm sorry, How Aaron. are you going to explain this to Nick afterwards? I don't know. I just didn't know how we're going to... So, Morgan, are you going to the meeting still? Or are you just going to let Sateria take this guy out? Um, I go to the meeting. Okie dokie. You, um, you enter the back room and you see Mr. Who sitting there at this like little little table. It looks like, um, what am I thinking of? The interrogation room in Batman, where he interrogates, interrogates Joker, like this mm -hmm. completely unfurnished room table with a chair either side. Do you have the unconscious Amari with you? Uh, yes, I do. Good, good answer. <laughs> That's the answer that doesn't get you shot instantly. Oh, can I uh, narratively put in that on the uh, journey there, me and Nick talked about a lot of how this meeting would go. And so Erin, feel free to like chip in with things that you could have told me to say. So you're not just doing nothing. Okay. That's okay, fair. Cool. Yeah, I, I, I want to move on from this fairly quickly anyway, yeah, because yeah. there's other stuff I want to get done this episode. Sweet. Um, so yeah, uh, Mr. Who is sitting there and he says, uh, Welcome, I, I hope you uh, did not have a too difficult a journey over here. Uh, I can see that you have brought Amari. Please uh, feel free to just put him on the floor. I will him over. <laughs> it's on the, no, he's not in the wheelchair. He's not in the wheelchair anymore. Wheelchair. You're, you're carrying him very I bodily. I put him on the floor. Wonderful. Um, if you will just give me uh, a second here. And he opens his uh, jacket and takes out a, a device, this small uh, circular uh, sort of piece of uh, computer yeah. technology uh, with a, what appears to be some sort of uh, camera on the front. And he uh, rolls over Amari mm -hmm. and holds the device up to his face. Uh, and you see there's like a, like a, a line that traces up and down his face a couple of times. And then the, uh, the small device gives a very unsatisfying, very negative uh, sort of failure sound effect. And um, uh, Mr. Who is like, oh, uh, oh dear, you seem to have uh, injured him too severely for the device to recognize. Um, that, that is fine though. Um, here, and he sort of props him up against the wall just so he's not like lying on the floor. Um, but then, um, how would you like to be paid? I can uh, make a uh, trans uh, transaction into uh, an account of your choice. Uh, 
if you have some sort of holding account set up, or I can, uh, I'm sure I can pay you in cash. And he sort of uh, gestures uh, just behind his chair. You see there's a little attache case. Get paid. Do it. Get, uh, Do it. Get paid. Get paid. <laughs> We're going to get paid by this guy. <laughs> Ask for the cash. I the cash. Wonderful. You see, he, he picks up the little attache case mm-hmm. uh, from, from the floor behind him, and he unclips it. And uh, he, he opens it up while it's facing him, so you can't see what's inside. Mm-hmm. And he says, hmm, that is very unfortunate. And he takes out the gun that is inside the case, points it at Amari, shoots him in the head. That's not nice. <laughs> I do not appreciate being lied to, Morgan. Where is Amari? <laughs> Amari's dead on the floor. Do not play games with me. I'm smarter than you. This is not Amari. And he it, points the gun at you. How far away are the Cetaria people? <laughs> yeah, you, you don't know. Um, I say, okay, we've been doing some research on you and we knew that you wouldn't give us the money straight away. So Knight and Nyx are currently with Amari. Brings them here, now. Once I have the money and a gun out of my face. You are not in a position to be making threats, Morgan. I am, how you say, deadly serious. Do you want Amari? Yeah. I have wanted Amari from the first place. You clearly do (laughs) not understand how this works. <laughs> and at that point, you hear gunfire from outside, uh-huh. uh, and you, you hear like yells, and you hear like um, like a, a, a communicator device uh, built into mm-hmm. Mister Who's ear uh, bleeps with like a, like a message. You can like hear it very faintly, the same way you can like hear someone's hearing aid uh, when when that goes off. Um, and he immediately uh, like turns to the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can see his his face is is uh, uh, shocked and angry yeah. and um, sort of uh, full of a sort of very furious realization that he's been double crossed. Yeah. Be- uh, in in the moment before he turns back to look at you, what do you do? I say. I want to say my line, Hamish, because I turn to him before I move. I say it's funny, Mr. Who, because if you were that intelligent, you wouldn't still be calling me Morgan. And then I run. Okay, uh, roll, roll to act under pressure. <laughs> Which um, plus C thing is act under pressure? Cool. Uh, oh, um, I get eight. Eight. If she gets shot, I can fix her. I know, I know. I I, I just stutter the line, and it doesn't sound as cool as I. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't sound like, at all cool. Um, God, what's a what's a good hard move to make in this situation? I don't like just like advancing clocks as hard moves. I'm sure there's a better thing for me to do. But there's so many pages in this document. Where's all my moves? <laughs> Um, that was a pretty big reveal from Morgan to Mr. Who. Yeah, I hope Satara killed him. I mean, uh, yeah. Or everyone else in that room. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise all the people in the room. Fair. Well. We got a clone killed. I feel really bad. Yeah, yeah I do feel quite bad. You could patch up 
bullets though. I can't <laughs> a bullet wound to that. Okay, you know what, you know what, you know what? Sure, as, as much as I don't like doing these off-screen moves. There. Sweet. Done. <laughs> oh, you love it. Morgan, you uh, like you sprint. You sprint out of the front of the cafe mm-hmm. building. You can see, uh, like, down a side alley, there are uh, figures wearing the like the white and blue armor of uh, Ceteria, like body armor of of Ceteria. Uh huh. I resist uh, the people. I five them. Oh, that's not interesting. Yeah, they're, they're also like they're also like. F- 20 yards away like they're yeah yeah. you'd like watch them fight but you're not going to get involved because you will die um yeah these are like highly cybered strike Mm. teams um you can see they're facing off against a a team of similarly armed and armored uh figures in black and gold gear yeah uh you can see there there's like a, a, a vehicle in the street uh that these people were clearly in and uh you can see uh there is the the wreckage of a single drone uh, in the middle of the street mm-hmm. uh, that someone uh, on like a rooftop somewhere else uh, has shot down. Nice. Uh, what What are you doing? You're just fleeing. Oh yeah, I, I, um, qu- I flee to the place where I left Nyx. Wonderful. Uh, as you like, wait, is that just a, like a building across the street, like a, a side alley? Uh, like I, you- I, I put her in a... Uh, a doorway of a side alley. Sure. Uh, as you like duck down into that side alley, uh, you can see the, the Ceteria vehicle uh, just explodes. <laughs> Dominique's not going to be a happy chappy. And um, the, the, the fighting sort of slowly dies down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you, you hear like radio chatter and you can recognize that there's like two Ceteria people left. At, at the end of this fight. Nice. Uh, you like you recognise the the radio chatter as Soteria chatter because they're using um, like like uh, call signs and codes that Soteria would use. Yeah, they use Morse code. Weird choice. Very, <laughs> very not useful in a combat situation. It's a very long and drawn out method of communication. Uh, but fine. They use it's a new Morse, Morse code. code. New, Morse new, code. new Morse code. Yeah. Very, very fast. If you plug in what you say, and then it just like automatically a bit of cyberware just processes it into Morse code. Like the Babelfish and Hitchhikers. Yeah. Ooh. Sure. Like that. Wonderful. <laughs> Nix, you slowly sort of come round. You sort of half didn't realize that you'd been knocked out but um what's the what's the the side effects of chloroform how how would you know that you'd been stunned you've got like a very dry mouth and like yeah it feels gross and you're waking up in a side alley and morgan's there (laughs) where's amari and like there's the sound of like a fire and like small explosions (laughs) where is like actually no you can see there's actually like a burning car in the middle of the road I I'm so sorry. I I accidentally brushed it across to you. I'm really really sorry. You did what? But I had I, the chloroform patch. But I had to go see Mister Who. Otherwise, he would kill all of, all of us. Where's Amari? Well, I don't know what happened. But one of the other corps obviously wanted him as well. And as soon as I walked in there, they just staged a big sting and took Amari. Okay, we should probably run very fast. Very very fast. <laughs> as. Nix and Morgan flee the scene of, uh, they're fairly successful, you know, in the, in, in the grand scheme of things, fairly successful meeting 
with Mr. Who. We're going to cut to where Knight is. Knight, you uh, sort of scarpered. So yeah, Knight ran as best as a broken robot can back to Zandel's workshop. And I think at this point in time, um, I think this, uh, the, currently we're sort of just after the Ceteria drop. Um, so we know that Nix and Morgan probably just met up and sort of uh, we see Knight. If anyone's played the Fallout games, if you like the power armor, sort of in, when it's in its hold, mm-hmm. Knight is up like that uh, and um, sort of opened up and Zandel is sort of making fixes and tweaks to the nuts and bolts that have sort of become loose from the big falls that and the fights that Knight's had. Yeah. Um, and sort of being like, oh, buddy, you've just, you've been through the wars, haven't you? And just sort of making little fixes and changes. And then the attache case that Knight saved from Militech, so many names, Militech is on sort of um, Zandel's work space and yeah. it is open cool yeah uh, so yeah for, for this segment do you almost just want to play Zandel and I'll describe yeah. what Zandel sees yeah so um, can I say also what was in the case uh, I'm going to tell you what's in the case awesome okay. uh, so when Zandel uh, investigates the case uh, she notices that there is a there's a, a big scratch on it where it was like hit by a bullet or something and she can see underneath this like layer of Militech green there is a layer of red paint. This, this, this box has been re-decorated. And uh, she uses some sort of like uh, solution of, of chemicals to, to remove this layer of paint. Uh, it also removes some of the layer below, but uh, you can see the, the uh, she recognizes the, the logo, this burning sword logo uh, of Muspelheim. Oh, damn it. The, uh, yeah. the cutting edge uh, technology division of Asgard. Inside this case uh, are two objects. There's a this uh, sort of rather square um, just piece of, of technology. It doesn't seem to have any sort of uh, decorative elements um, apart from a small panel that is sort of covering up uh, an area of circuit board that is... Uh, labeled in sort of like a stenciled text, KN-2. Um, and then also a, a sort of tubular uh, device that uh, upon close inspection is a, a scope for a, a gun, for some sort of rifle. Um, cool. Is that all that's in the case? There's no other documents? Um, there's there's some documentation about like the the specs of the of the object uh, it definitely looks like there might there it doesn't feel complete there, yeah, there, there's um, a couple of notes on like what this does uh zandel can tell that this is a a piece of sort of um combat technology uh that will sort of if if it can connect to a uh neural interface it will assist in in like target acquisition and aiming when i looks down uh, at night uh, zandel looks down at this piece of tech and looks over at her big robot friend and thinks, huh, maybe, and kind of goes up and sort of, um, there's not a specific slot. It feels like this should slot into something, mm-hmm. um, and but there's not a specific slot, but it kind of seems to have a location. So Knight's an incomplete robot, 
and there is kind of space for it and Zandel can There's just like a about little jury wire somewhere in. yeah and that seems to match part of this yeah and Zandel uh, pushes it in and um, the cylindrical object in the box the scope seem, yeah. the scope uh, seems to sort of light up a little bit yeah uh, and it feels like it's now connected uh, and I think Zandel can recognize the scope a little bit better as a scope now rather than yeah. just a cylinder. So the the front of it, yeah, it, it's I, I was being coy. It's very obviously a scope. Yeah. Uh, okay. The the front end of it, uh, once the uh, we'll call it what it is the targeting suite is installed, uh, lights up and is a screen that shows the same eye that knights like little eye screen on their face shows. Ah. Huh. Um, okay. Interesting. And then uh, Zandel's going to take the scope. Uh-huh. And he's going to be like, hmm, I have a place for you too. And goes over to her back corner. And there is a long um, object that's sort of under a cloth, sort of as if it's been hidden, but very, very poorly. Yeah. And, and you remove the cloth and it is a long... Um, sniper rifle but also looks as if it's modular so that it, it could fire long distance bolts but also could be more rapid fire under certain situations yeah and um, Zandel sort of jimmies the old scope of and puts it on uh, and connects it in and then Knight sees two things at once they see where they currently are and they can also see out through the scope on the gun, and it's a very disorientating view, but they, they have it down. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, after a short while, uh, Knight can sort of switch between these views. They can see both at once, or they can focus on one or the other. Yeah. Um, wonderful. Uh, do you uh, want to sort of explain just for the listeners what yeah. just happened? So I leveled up last game, uh, last episode, and so I took a move from the killer playbook. Yes, the killer. Uh, which allows me to get a custom weapon, uh, which is plus linked. Uh, it's also auto fire and it's silenced. Uh, so I chose a rifle. It will deal three, three damage. And uh, sort of to be with the auto fire thing, it's not only a sniper rifle, which has a 12 round magazine. It's a 30 round magazine sort of spray and pray rifle. And then also... Wilkie has very kindly, with the attaché case, let me have a targeting suite, which allows me to sort of, uh, with a linked weapon, lets me roll plus synth instead of whatever it otherwise, plus meat to... Yeah, so to it usually with, makes it up, yeah. To mix it up with it. Um, and I can also, when I'm in a room, if I'm, say, with Morgan and Nix and I, or anyone else I don't want to hurt but also with people I do want to hurt, I can sort of spray and pray, but pre-target who I want to do. So you know how, like, when in military planes, they when they pulled the trigger, sort of the... It would only fire when the blades weren't in the way? It's kind of the same thing. So even though we're holding down the trigger, it wouldn't shoot when Morgan and Nix are in the line of fire. It would only shoot if there's bad guys. Very neat. Very neat indeed. Very useful. Um, and the, so it's a little cool weapon. It does a little bit more damage. It fits in with the fact that I'm very synthetic as a person, as a robot. Uh, so very yeah, that's, true. That's what happened. And sort of Zandel has been fixing up knights. Nice. So yeah. Um, in, 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 in terms of the game, like between missions, you guys are assumed to have enough time to regain all your uh, harm, like reset your clocks back to nothing. Uh, so that's just like the 
getting repaired by Zandal is just the flavor for how Knight does that. Yeah, because I guess it's, it's weird for a robot to sort of heal themselves naturally. Yeah, so so um, uh, like uh, Morgan and Nix are going to spend some time uh, like in in their apartments just resting. And also, uh, Zandal's going to tell Zandal is going to tell Knight about this Musselheim business and the KN two project, and Knight would like to investigate further. Wonderful. That's okay. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to log back into uh, Muscle. I'm going to log into Muscleheim. I've never done that before, actually. Go for it, yeah. Whoop. Ah, that is a six. A six. So I get one XP. Yeah. Oh, and then no. two things happen. I'm in, but... Um, do I get to pick or do you get to pick? You choose two. I choose two. Passive trace. A plus one trace. Ice is activated. An alert is triggered. Advance the action. Active mission clock. Your access is restricted. Restricted. Take minus one on going to matrix moves in the system whilst your access is restricted. Sure. Uh, I'm just trying to find those moves here. Uh, I'm also going to roll here. Console cowboy. Is that a matrix move? That's just a. That's just a move. So I'm going to just do that. That is a eight. So that's just a plus one. Sure. I am going to restrict your access. And trigger an alert. Okay. My uh, mission clock's activated. Cool. The knight is in Musselheim. They get that there was sort of a um, strange goings on as they stepped through the the gates to Musselheim. I imagine they're sort of big black gates, and there seemed to be sort of a normally just sort of push smoothly through, but there seemed to be sort of a tug there. Yeah, and, and there's this very like. Like, usually you don't feel things, like sensations in Yggdrasil. It's hot. Mm, like, and, and night in their armor feels like they're sort of baking slightly. This, this, this is a, a landscape that is just blackened. Uh, just uh, black islands and rivers of lava. Not the nicest place to work. Not wonderful, no. But uh, night is going to go digging around and look for the... R&D department. Um, uh, wonderful. I, I think we agreed uh, off off air that you no longer have to make so many moves, so you can just roll to research. Yeah, so Knight has sort of... So if, if, if you want to, like, delete something, you will have to roll to, like, engage with that, but at the moment it's just a research roll. Uh, that is... What is research? Mind. Mind. Uh, so that is... Is that a matrix move, or is that a... No. Oh, awesome, then that's a 10. That's a 10, wonderful. Uh, ask a question. Oh, I get that's an 11, even. Anyway. Ask a question. Uh, I, I, I might actually say it's a matrix move. Okay, well, it, then it's a 10. It's a 10, cool. Um, so you get to ask me a question, take intel, and then answer a follow-up question from this list. Okay, so what... Which I, it looks like you have. Yeah, what is KN2? Um, so you find a... Um, this like heap of like blackened skeletons and you, you turn your arm into this keyboard and you start to sort of interpret this virtual reality world and see what this actually is. And you can see this is a like a, a pile of like dumped projects, uh, like projects that, that failed and are no longer uh, like in active development. And you find one that says KN1 and you follow that to like a, a, a umbrella folder and then back down into uh, a, a like a, a project summary for KN2. Uh, and it's it's quite simple. 
the and it's I, I won't sort of make up a bunch of copy, but the main talking points are that it's l building and learning from the failures of KN1 and uh, making it uh, more attractive to buyers in the military sector. Okay. Which I think knights can probably understand as making it better at killing. Yep. Yeah, well, knight might, might be a robot. They might have been born only not that long ago, but they know stuff. Nice. And uh, you also get to, I think you get to take two intel, and you get to ask me a follow-up question. Um, which is from a special list. Uh, okay. I've got uh, the the follow-up is like specifically from this list, just so it's not so powerful. Mm-hmm. And there are two things about KN2. Um, what's from the, oh, I don't actually have the list in front of me. Okay. Uh, the list is, where would I find something? How secure is something? Who or what is related to something? Who owned or employed something? Who or what is this thing most valuable to? And what is the relationship between blank and blank? What is the relationship? Because I think Knight sees the KN1 and recognizes that there are parts on their body that say KN1. Yes, very so much So what is the relationship between Knight and the KN project? Or KN2? Um, the relationship between Knight and KN2 is that uh, KN2 is the the follow-up. KN2 is the, the improved version of Knight. Uh, yeah, I think Knight kind of sees a diagram of mm. the KN2. Sort of and looking, kind of, looking back at you with and a... It, and it looks does look like sort of a more polished, mm. when Knight has mismatched, coloured plates kn2 is more complete and i think K they, the kn1 when they look at it on the ground sort of this discarded project knight recognizes it's almost identical to themselves but actually not almost identical it is identical it's exactly identical because um, that's what it last looked like yeah that, that kn1 is knight uh and can i take one experience for when i discover more about my past as i know who yes. i am yes you absolutely can and i'm gonna shift over to nix we're gonna do a little time jump we're sort of between missions at this point uh you um you're back in your apartment in east 27 uh i don't think we established where it was it's in east 27 okay um sort of not one of the nicest districts but you can afford it uh and you ponder your last few days uh this last mission that you went on without a shadow of a doubt has been the worst mission you've ever been on potentially the highest stakes mission you've been sort of sticking within your comfort zone uh, as far as missions go uh very sort of like medical based uh like helping out like uh underground gangs with medical supplies in exchange for money or whatever but yeah this was kind of rough um, and we'll say this is a couple of days after the, the Militech mission. Okay. Uh, you've just been lying low. Um, it's not good to sort of make a, make a scene after one of these missions. Um, and you're falling asleep in your little Murphy bed. Uh, you know, the ones that fold up against the wall. <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be quite fun if your room had one of those. Um, and you're, you're just about to drift off to sleep. Uh, and you suddenly feel a shooting pain in your neck. Okay. And I, I'm guessing you sort of bolt upright in bed and like... Yeah. Yeah. Your room is illuminated bright blue as your tattoo glows brighter than you've ever seen it before and burns against your skin. You like quickly check it in a mirror. 
there's no like it's not uh, like burning your skin it's not irritated in any way it's just somehow hurting without causing any damage and it's it's bioluminescing incredibly brightly okay what do you do ah um put water on it <laughs> okay that 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 soothes it slightly um okay. it feels kind of warm under, under your hand so you cool it down with a bit of water it hurts a little bit less can i research if anything's going on with the kiso and that's why this is happening sure yeah you have a little personal computer role to research plus mind four four wonderful the MC will answer your question and make a move. What's your question? Uh, what's happening, I guess, would be a good one. Um, as, as far as what this computer can access, uh, there's, uh, Akiso hasn't really been okay. in the news lately. Like, okay. uh, uh, you're, you're like... Again, I don't want to seem like I'm screwing you over, but like your little personal computer here in your apartment mm. doesn't have access to like secure files. But hopefully me telling you that Akiso is not in the news at the moment, will tell you something. Okay, so it's not Akiso, it's just me. Or something happening. I wouldn't it's possibly know. Not in the news yet. Not in, not in the news yet, okay. Yeah. Can I can I contact Mike? Maybe he can jack into Akiso? Um, potentially, yeah, sure. So, uh, Knight, you're like asleep and you're like power down. Yeah, you're power down and, and, and actually no. Night, I don't think Knight ever needs to sleep. Fair. I think Knight is is a gamer, bro. Oh my Aww. god, that's you know, <laughs> they're they're just there with their their Doritos and their Matt and Jew, but they're not both really, unopened. Both unopened, but just sort of pretending playing. Um, yeah, Nova Fortnite. I hate that. <laughs> it's it's called um, it's called like Twenty One Night. 21 so, so, <laughs> then that's fine. Are you laughing because you can't talk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I can send Nick's just... I can contact you through my eyes, right? It's, night, no, it, it's like you, you can audio call Knight and then Knight can respond with text. Like, yeah. like in, in, in like, it's, it's like Discord. You're both in the text channel, but one of you is just typing. Okay. You see a little Knight emoji pop up oh. and it's sort of like waving at you. When you answer, when you when you text, when you call night. Night, something bad's happening. Can I kind of show him like the tattoo? Uh, sad face. <laughs> Cry, a crying face. That is not helpful, night. Like uh, I don't know what to do. Um, Can you jack into a keyso and see if something's going on? Thumbs up. It really hurts. Oh, night wants to reply to the thing. It's like I'm a hacker, not a doctor. <laughs> I hate that. Sure, log in. Oh, oh wait, the plus synth. That was a two plus four plus two. That's eight. Eight, wonderful. Uh, I get to do one thing to you. Uh, I get to do one thing to me. Um, so I'm going to log in and I'm going to take um, a passive trace. I get plus one trace. Sure, uh, and then you can research while you're in there. Uh, okay, that so was 10 you're... for console cowboy. And I'm going to research whilst I'm in there. Yes. Uh, that is plus mind. Yes. Plus one. That's a six for research then. Oof. Oh dear. Um, I'll answer your question. Make a move. Um, sort of. 
Uh, Knight is going to ask, why do the tattoos glow? Oh, Knight's going to ask, why do the tattoos glow? Um, um, or sort of, what, would, what does this mean? Sure. So uh, Knight learns from some sort of rifling through some, uh, some like drawers in, in this, like it, it looks like a big hospital, the, the Akiso uh, Yggdrasil network. Uh, and you, you rifle through some, some like folders in, in, in a, a doctor's office uh, and you find out uh, that the, the tattoos are injected with a, like the, the ink incorporates a uh, harmless uh, bioluminescent like bacterium as well as a, a very small quantity of nanobots, like little nanomachines or like, or like, like not, not, not nanobots, like not like super high tech nanites, but like tiny little radio receivers that can like broadcast a frequency that will activate these. And then if, if they like their, their activity causes heat, which can cause a burning sensation. Can uh, obviously something's going to happen tonight. Um, sure. Is there of like compromised securities or manipulate systems? Is there any concept that Knight could sort of take Nix out of the loop? Uh, sure. Roll uh, the 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 real world one. What's the, the, what's the real world matrix move? When you attempt to roll a, a is manipulate systems uh, manipulate a digitally controlled aspect of a facility. Yeah, manipulate systems. Uh, that is a twelve. A twelve. Um, and that's incredible. Sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I've gained a three hold. I would like to um, do what I set out to do. I'm going to spend one hold to deactivate it. Sure. Um, I'd say this this might be a couple of holds to like to to sort of locate and then to disconnect because this is that's quite a complicated process. But sure, you're able to to disconnect Nix from from this network and Nix your your tattoo just suddenly. Uh, just settles back down and is, is glowing at its regular background level, uh, which, uh, as we discussed last time, is, is hardly. But, like, in your dark room, you can notice it. Uh, Morgan. Yes. You, uh, you're, again, it's a few days later, you receive a parcel. Like, the doorbell rings downstairs, uh, you pop down, it's just like a neo ups van that's just it's like a sort of cardboard box like oh, a shoe box i go oh must be my plants <laughs> and the guy says okay and gets you to sign the thing and leaves i don't care um you take the parcel up to your room you unwrap it uh and it's completely unmarked you open it up and it has a gun similar to the one that you lost during the the militech mission oh yeah a note that says, don't lose this one, D. <laughs> and on the back like of that note, there is a date and time that is a few days away from now, and the name, Crumbs. And Dominique's written, don't piss this one off. Nice. And that's where we're gonna end <laughs> our session. Yeah. Boy, howdy, guys. As I almost dropped my laptop. Sure. I won't look at it. Cheers, Hamish. Um, it's facing towards Wilkie still. It is. You can yeah. just close it if you want. Uh, wow, that's, that was a lot, guys. I really enjoyed that episode. Um, how do you guys feel? We'll talk about it on our special Patreon-only episode that we're going to record in the next week or so. So, 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 so consider subscribing to our Patreon. Uh, we'll get to that soon. First of all, we'd like to thank Hamish, Cameron, 
not Hamish Shingles yet, and Arden Desiderio for creating The Sprawl and a cyberpunk hack, a cyberpunk hack of Apocalypse World by D. Vincent Baker. We also want to thank Raw for hosting us. You can listen to us live on Saturdays at 7pm at radio.warwick.ac.uk and you can find our podcasts at anchor.fm uh, forward slash the taverncast. You can find our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the taverncast if you want to support us financially. We'd like to thank our current patrons, Kenneth and Phil. We'd also like to thank Reese Goodall and Hamish Ingalls for producing some of the music we use on our podcast, and Eileen Tan for our official character portraits. You can find her at GrassGrows on Twitter, and you can see the portraits on our Twitter at The Taverncast. You can tweet about the show using hashtag The Taverncast. And until the next time we play, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from Hamish. Goodbye. Goodbye.